I'm sure you've all heard of clove, you've seen it, smelt it. And if you think about it for a moment, you can probably smell that Christmas smell in your mind if we're not already at Christmas by the time this is published. So um, it's an amazing and long-lived herb and it's got some phenomenal um, conversation behind it and tradition behind it. It is a fantastic herb and it's so interesting that it was used to create, I mean, cause destruction really and changed a world landscape. As many things change the world landscape, mm -hmm. clove has that honor of being one of those things that changed the landscape. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. Or if you found us, of course, there's the YouTube channel so that you can see what Christine from the Herbal Extract Company has brought today to talk about. And it is clove. I'm sure you've all heard of clove. You've seen it, smelt it. And if you think about it for a moment, you can probably smell that Christmas smell in your mind if we're not already at Christmas by the time this is published. So um, it might be surrounding you at the moment and you might have had it in mulled wine even. So um, it's an amazing and long-lived herb and it's got some phenomenal conversation behind it and tradition behind it. So welcome, Christine, and um, please tell us about clove. Yes, well, it is one of those spices that was part of the spice trade along with cinnamon. And yeah, I've got some of the raw material here while we're talking about it. It's a beautiful, distinctive, it's actually the unopened bud of flower, like the floral bud of an evergreen oh, tree. Wow. I'm sure you've all seen those. I don't know if you can see that, but there's the raw material that we use. Yep, and lovely and dark. Amazing aroma. And I guess yeah. one of the things, there's quite a large percentage of essential oil in yeah. clove, which gives it this amazing aroma. And that's where a lot of its action comes from. And just while yeah. we're here, I'll show you our, this is our product. So, oh, look at that. Wow. See. Doesn't that change so significantly yeah. when it goes into water? Yeah, it goes into the cookie and that's... It has almost a life of its own in that water, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's all the different constituents. Yeah. Very cloudy and, again, an amazing aroma. As you said, very Christmassy, which is why we've chosen to do this one because... I mean, as you said, the stories around it. So actually it's shaped world history clove wow. um, being part of the spice trade at expeditions and wars and monopolies and generated fantastic wealth in the early days just because of all these, you know, things, sort of the expeditions and wars that it's created. Yeah, because it was used in trade and, you know, in medieval Europe. Uh, spices were scarce mm. hence why they were so expensive so clove was actually seen as a sign of indulgence i mean in modern society now they're just dime a dozen aren't they you wouldn't even think about it it was a sign of indulgence a show of wealth uh, hence you know it was a rare prize it was reserved for special occasions so hence why it was brought out at christmas time and used as uh, in the pomanders so 
Hopefully everyone who's listening is going to make some pomanders for Christmas where you pierce the skin of an orange with the clove and it gives off an amazing orange clovey aroma which reminds us all of Christmas. You know, it's a decoration but also useful for keeping away insects is another use for, for the pomanders. Not only scent the house but keep away moths and other insects. Which is perfect for Christmas in Australia and New Zealand and in this side of the world where, you know, they might be keeping away the moths and smelling in the northern hemispheres and it's winter and it's cold and it's dark you know if we've got something else rather than just citrus the citronol calendars you know the candles sorry then to have something else that will keep away some of those bugs you know and give you that lovely Christmassy smell is going to be you know amazing just what we need or I haven't seen uh pomander made for years and maybe I might actually make one this year and if I do I will post it in the group Strictly Education and Sport where I always am on a Tuesday doing training Tuesday so one good craft with the kids actually I find it here's an orange here's some clothes stick them in yeah (laughs) and then patterns and it's very easy to do and just have them on the table and the aroma is so beautiful yeah so beautiful the main medicinal applications of course are digestive disorders but a lot of people will notice it from you know oral as well from tooth pain and for the essential oil so it actually just goes on to the space in the mouth so we can put it directly on but we don't need a lot of it well you can chew them as well to get that action highlight that that i wrote in 226 bc the chinese were chewing them but they had an audience of the emperor so they had sweet breath yeah it's been around for a very long time as well but and even now i mean if you go to your dentist they mm-hmm. will have clove in their surgery mm-hmm. packing after operation it's actually used in practice in medical practice one of the few herbs uh, gets used in medical practice yeah. yeah well it's a you know that local anesthetic and analgesic yeah, exactly. so of course it's absolutely perfect to pack around a tooth where they've just done that bit of surgery and you know it smells nice and all of the things that go with it so because of that eugenol in it so it's absolutely perfect to have at the dentist so i wonder if the dentists will start having the pomodoro in there uh, and they can have a their orange and clove on the counter to recommend it then if they take it that far you know obviously the aroma is also coming from the essential but and, and that's where most of the research has been done when i've researched the there's not a lot done on the whole herb right. but because there is a lot of essential oil in the raw material then a lot of these studies can translate into the whole herb as well, which means, you know, it's very high in antioxidants. Yeah. And as you said, that local anaesthetic, analgesic, vermifuge for worms, you know, viral and bacterial infection, and as well as, uh, you know, it can be used for coughs as well. It's got that expectorant action. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, we've talked about a time recently you know, it has that essential oil that's working on the infections and it's very versatile actually. It is. With the digestive disorders, you know, indigestion, so good after Christmas dinner. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's... modulation and oxidative stress, so... Yeah, it's great for external application and internal application. So that's one of the things that I do encourage when people are thinking about using a herb as the on and in. So if we're using it for, you know, fungal infections or athlete's foot or whatever it might be, it's also a case of writing the microbiome and changing the internal makeup of the body as well. So we're not going to ingest essential oil 
as the way to go. Whereas the tincture has a very, it's, what did you say, 18% of essential oil in the bud. So you're going to get a small amount of that essential oil, which is probably just the right amount. Because again, this is by creating this tincture, we're getting something that's very close to nature. And it's uh, now grows in lots of places and it's readily available. It doesn't cause war anymore, um, <laughs> thankfully. But it's really, really versatile herb and I certainly have it on my shelf. So when I bought clove though, a little trick for those who are new to practice, you don't use much of it. You know, it's a very small amount that is used in a tincture. It's, um, so I actually shared a bottle with another naturopath. So we bought one bottle and we took half each. And that's been, you know, it's great. You know, when you're buying your herbs, if you've got another naturopath or herbalist that you buy with, because with something like herb, which is quite specific, although quite wide usage range, it's quite a low dose herb. So we don't use much of it, but it is a fantastic Christmas herb. And here we are getting close to Christmas. So it's the perfect or around Christmas by the time this is published. So it's absolutely brilliant for now. And we can create our own little orange with sticking stick those cloves in that orange. <laughs> yes, and remember to use some for your indigestion after your Christmas. Yes. If you eat too much. Yeah. Great. Indigestion, digestive. Yeah. And it's going to freshen that breath after all of that food that you've just eaten over the... over the festive time. So um, not that I'm going to be chewing a whole clove anytime soon. I've got to be honest. That's not a top priority for me. But it is a fantastic herb and it's so interesting that it was used to, well, to create, I mean, cause destruction really. And, you know, it changed a world landscape. As many things change the world landscape, Mm -hmm. clove has that honour of being one of those things that changed a landscape all those years ago. So um, a really interesting herb. So we've got anything else we've missed. Let's see that herb again, the liquid herb, because it changed so completely once it went in because of the constituents within the clove. So you know, it's got a milky color in there for those on the podcast rather than the YouTube channel. It's very milky, very smooth looking. And that's because of those constituents in it rather than it just being clear. It's a very different look. uh, Yeah. And we can see those little clove buds. Yeah. Yeah. You can see how there are flower with the little edges around them or the unopened flower. So, yeah. So amazing. So thank you very much. I was just saying, with living in Sri Lanka, is a lot of uh, it's called the Spice Isle. There's yeah. a lot of clove trees, oh, and it looks just like that on the tree, but green. But green, so of course. Dried. Yeah, so they're beautiful to look at as well. Wow. Trees, yeah, they're growing everywhere. Yeah, and of course, if they're coming from somewhere like Sri Lanka, it's going to be very hard for them to trade all those years ago. Yeah. They would have been, you know, you've got to get them from an island over to the mainland, and then you've got to track them all the way up across through Europe to get to everywhere. So no wonder they were so prized and so difficult to get if they're coming from island states and from that environment. By the time they got there, I'm sure they were dried. But that's amazing. They're absolutely amazing little buds. So yeah, they're great. Is there anything else we've missed? Is there anything we've forgotten? Yeah, I think we've covered it, haven't we? Good old clove. So thank you very much for joining me again on the Bite Size podcast. And I really look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. 
Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients and practice. Bye for now.